0: Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android.
1: Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin alman Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right.
0: Pretty sure it's dead. It's coming this way. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm ghosted!
1: By Ross Dresvales me, please. Hey,
0: boo! Ross less here. How's your week? You have a good one. Uh, I'm so happy that we had Bill Phillips in here, our psychic last week. He answered some questions for me. And But then, of course, as soon as he leaves, I'm like, God, I have a thousand more questions I need to ask him. But that was really fun and great. And, um, you know, I had, I had a great week this week. And I did get to meet quite a few listeners of Ghosted this past week. And thank you guys so much for coming to my shows. I'm so happy to meet you guys. And I always appreciate anybody sending me DMs just to say, hey, like the show. I'm, I'm so happy to know that you guys aren't ghosts and you're real and you're there. And um, I had a really nice time at Ross Matthews' Dragtastic Bubbly Brunch I hosted on Saturday. I'll be back there in July. And I hope to see more of you there. And um, yeah, yeah. I just, I was sitting in my home last night and I was looking around at all of my drag paraphernalia, which is almost all thrift store clothing. And it started making me think again about something that I talked to Meg Malloy in one of our previous episodes about, which is spirits being attached to thrift store finds or antiques or any kind of item that once belonged to somebody or something else and go back to the first episode where I talk about the Ouija board that I had, which was a whole nother story, which luckily I don't think any of my drag has any demons or spirits attached to it, um, unless unless it's on me, honey. But um, yeah, I, I was thinking about how on eBay people post you know, they're selling haunted items and dolls. And I think that that is the ethical thing to do, is tell people this is haunted. And I know that there's a whole audience of people that want to actually buy haunted items. And there's museums that that actually specialize in haunted items. I know the the, the late uh, Lorraine and Ed Warren, they have their place on the East Coast. And Zach Baggins has his place in, in Las Vegas that's a museum for haunted items. So I spent, I'm not even kidding you, two hours last night on eBay just reading all of these haunted items. And it's funny because... There's some, there's some sellers that I'm pretty sure it's their whole business is selling these items and they come up with the whole backstory. And I don't know if you can trust it. I will say I did notice that a lot of them almost actually pretty much all of them say something like we are required to um, only sell tangible items and there's we cannot promise that a spirit is attached to it so i guess that's a whole rule with ebay is that you can't you can't be selling spirits um but you know i found all these that are dolls I, i got really obsessed with the dolls especially and i'll read one for you this one This one sounds like she's got a spirit that I would not... I mean, she sounds like a fun ghost, to be honest. And her name is Brigitte. And I'll post, I'll post all these in the Facebook group so you can check them out if they're still available. I'm not sure. But this is Brigitte, and she's got, oh, honey, she's wearing like a Kelly green ruffle, all the ruffles you can imagine on this dress. She's even got a ruffle hat. She looks like she just got a blowout. She's got a gorgeous blonde wig on, honey. She's got green eyes and a top and bottom lash with a total bee-stung lip. And let's read about Brigitte. This enchanted vessel contains the attached spirit of a 21-year-old woman named Brigitte. Brigitte is from San Francisco, California, and passed away in the 1920s when she was accidentally shot at a nightclub that she was working at during a heist. Brigitte was a working girl. She had her parents... She lost her parents when she was only 13 and began working as a showgirl at a very young age. Brigitte was hardworking and very independent and had a lot of sex appeal and uh, quite a way with men. She was very dominant and a sensual woman. She had worked hard her whole life only to have it taken away so briefly. She tells me she's a lot happier now. She says she has let go of the past and is ready to start enjoying the finer things in life. Brigitte's passion in life was singing and dancing and being the absolute best performer she could be. She has been quite wonderful to have here in my home. She a very positive spirit to have around. She emanates feelings of positivity and euphoric enlightenment. enlightenment. Brigitte can give you very vivid visions as well as communicate with you through dreams. Brigitte loves ragtime and swing music. She likes being taken out on outdoor adventures, especially in nature. She enjoys hikes with a passion. This really sounds like a, a dating profile. Brigitte feels very peaceful and happy when she is in the forest, surrounded by nature. Brigitte loves plants and flowers and loves being gifts loves being gifted plants and flowers as offerings I've noticed that offerings keep her spirit very active and it goes on and on and on so you know if you want Brigitte uh to to move into your home and listen to ragtime and swing music she's a performer that's always working on her crap you know what actually I could use a sidekick the Roz and Brigitte show that would be cute I also found this one that sounds legit. It's terrifying. This doll, there's photos of it. It looks very Chucky. Like, it looks like a doll that saw Chucky and was like, that's the look. And I want to be Chucky. And... Um, It's sort of very much like, you know, you know, like the late 90s, everyone saw Rachel on Friends and they were like, I want that hair. Yeah, that's what this doll did. She's she saw Chucky. She said, I want that short, red, spooky hair. I want horizontal stripe hoodie, which is what it's wearing. And um, and it has a hole in its head. So that helps. So let's read about this doll. Haunted vintage doll. I collect vintage toys, so when I saw this doll at a thrift store about six months ago, I decided to take him home. He was naked, and his hair was a mess. <laughs> Been there. And I dressed him and fixed up his hair a bit. He's a vintage 1972 growing hair. Ew. A doll his hair grows? Growing hair, Chrissy doll. But the piece of hair that grows is missing, and there is just a hole where it used to be, so I thought he looked like a boy. Anyway, I put him in the room with my other collectible toys and forgot about him. About two weeks later, my daughter asked if she could play with him. I said fine, and she brought him into her room. That night, I heard one of her electronic toys going off, so I went to go turn it off. As soon as I walked out of the room, it went back on again. I didn't want to make I didn't want to wake her so I took it out of the room and that was that. The next day I'm calling the dog and she's not coming. I go in to my daughter's room and the dog is lying there with her head on the doll's lap. I thought it was strange and I brought the doll into the living room. Well, every time the dog has access to this doll, she lays her head on the lap and will stay that way for up to an hour or so. It says, see the picture. There literally is a photo of the dog with its head on this Chucky looking doll's lap. So the doll has been on a dresser in my room. I have lived in this house for over eight years and nothing strange has happened until I brought this doll home. The shower will turn off by itself almost every time I'm in there. Lights will turn on. Doors will close. And one night, my husband thought my daughter was up running around because he heard laughing and footsteps. Very Chucky. When he checked, she was sound asleep. Electronic toys will go on for no apparent reason. Just strange things. I thought about donating the doll, but it seems harmless and more people uh, and more playful than anything. So I figured someone can appreciate this type of thing that may want them. So, yeah, you listen, if you guys want them, it's up for sale. I have bought hundreds of vintage items, and this is the only time anything like this has happened. Just too strange for me. I can't guarantee you will have the same experience, but something is definitely wrong with this doll, and I just want it out of my house. No refunds. Um... So, if you want this haunted doll, it is um, currently a $1 bid, <laughs> but $18 shipping. Okay, one more that I found that this one, okay, this sounds almost like our Billy Lee episode. This doll, she's got some kind of floral dress on with, I can tell that this wig she's wearing is synthetic just by looking at it, but let's read about this one. Okay. <laughs> This one made me laugh. Okay, Mercy is her name. She died in 1968 at the age of 22. She was attending college at the University of Texas and enjoyed engaging in free love, if you know what I'm saying. She was hoping to move to California so she could protest the war and join the hippie movement, but her life was cut short in a car accident. Oh, that's sad. Physically, she's very beautiful. Now, P.S., they're talking about the spirit that is attached to this doll, not the actual doll itself. The doll is just a vessel. So physically, the spirit is very beautiful. Her hair is dark red, and she has a dark red bush to match. Okay. Uh, She isn't shy and will appear naked in your dreams. She is bisexual, so she won't mind entering male and female dreams. She will also do things like bang on walls and windows, open cabinets, and move objects. She is most active when people are feeling sensual and in the mood for love. Room for one more? It's me, Mercy. You're sitting here with my red hair. Carpet matches the drapes. Uh, so she's up for sale too if you want her. Guys, <laughs> the reason that I was thinking about talking about haunted objects is because my guest today had an experience with a demon or spirit that kind of lurched onto him that was attached to an item. And my guest today is someone that I love so much, and I'm so lucky to have him as a friend. And he is. Uh, Uh, director and writer responsible for incredible movies you should check out his movie gbf which is such a sweet gay coming of age comedy it's great uh gbf gay best friend and uh he's also very well known for his movie jawbreaker which is cult classic peak late 90s rose mcgowan oh honey check it out if you've never seen that movie and uh, let's let's hear a little bit from my friend, Darren Stein. Darren! Roz. The last time I saw you, um, we were on stage, and I was interviewing you about Jawbreaker. That's right, me and Judy Greer. <laughs> Do you, yes, for the 25th anniversary. 20th. 20th. Yeah. Sorry. 20th. Yeah. 20th, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I when I when I was asked to do that by uh, the group El Cine, shout out to El Cine, El Cine. who put together that whole Mariana, oh, they're the best Mariana. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they asked me, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna screen Jawbreaker." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Love it." Mm-hmm. And then they were like, "The director Darren is gonna be there," and I was like, "Darren, my Darren." <laughs> and they said, "You know Darren?" I said, "Yeah, I'm an interesting, talented drag queen in Los Angeles. We all know Darren."
1: I love my drag queens. Both of I us. I do. I love <laughs> Both the drag queens.
0: Both of us talented drag Just kidding. <laughs> Death kidding. Um, yeah, you are a big drag fan. I do love drag queens. I think it
1: all started with Rocky Horror Picture Show. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And it was off to the races. Yeah, and you're... Um you, I've been known to get in a frock now and again too. Yeah. I
0: remember one mm-hmm. time at your house. You, you're like stay at home like you used to be. Yeah, you I remember you having like some gorgeous purple uh, wig. wig on. Yes. She's you, still in my my drawer. Uh, never know you never know. You never know when you need it. Yeah. I feel like everyone has to have at least one wig drawer. Uh, for sure. I tried on lots of wigs. I love her. I feel like you're like the um the, the the queen of of the of the fun los angeles queens
1: well thank I you i feel like you're a, a ring later i do love to you know s- snap some rings into shape you know like lord of the rings girl lord of the queens <laughs> lord of the queens
0: mom <laughs> <laughs> but wait <laughs> hold up i also another thing i know about you is that um you were uh possessed by a demon no question mark maybe no oh
1: my god a demon it wasn't a full possession
0: but i mean i think even i think the, i was followed home yeah the demon it, was like it, you it know what in the house. i have a feeling that this that miss darren over here has some cute parties at her house i want to yeah. come with it was it was scurry Okay, what happened? Because we need to talk about this. Okay. I was at your house like a couple months ago or something, and I asked you, we were talking about ghosts, and then mm-hmm. you, you said, well, I have a demon story.
1: Okay, well, I don't want to call it a demon. I mean, a demon is a very strong word. Wow. Well, because how's, go- how's a ghost different than a demon? Well, a, a demon was never a human. Okay, well, I'm not sure what this was exactly, but I'll get into it. I had a friend who moved to Los Angeles, and I wanted to show him around. He loves horror you know, so I, I took him to Magnolia Boulevard because there's so many cool horror shops you in know. North Hollywood. Oh yes, there's like antique stores and dark delicacies and Halloween Town and uh, Creature Feature. P.S.
0: Anyone listening that has that is like, if you're a fan of this show, the place you're gonna want to hang out is Magnolia Boulevard.
1: Magnolia is where it's happening. It's yes. all happening on Magnolia. If you're if you're if you're into the goth, into the dark. My first address, um, ten years ago in Los Angeles was on Magnolia. Fabulous. And then there's the Paul Thomas Anderson section. There's the pornography section, which is further up, you know, further west. There's a pornography well, section? Well, you know, I mean, you know, P.T. Anderson is from the valley, and he made Boogie Nights and the oh, film yeah, yeah, Magnolia. Yeah. Anyway, this section in Magnolia is more about horror. And I had a new friend who moved here, and I was like, you're going to love Magnolia. And we walked up and down it, and we found this antique store. Um in this little house and sort of went inside and they had some kitschy, kind of fun board games and what have you in the front, some Ouija boards, you know, this and that, some dolls. But as you ventured deeper into the store, it sort of got a little creepy, like there were little rooms everywhere and each room, some rooms had like, a cri- like an antique crib that was on display, like in a plexiglass. It was very Annabelle. Did it have a backstory? Uh, yeah, they, they wrote some text about where the crib came from or there were dolls and where the doll came from and it was just super, I got a really bad, kind of a bad energy in the back in some of the rooms and kind of wanted to get out because I'm very vibey with that stuff and I don't like being around it so I was like, okay, well, let's, let's go and we, we left. And my friend was way into it, you know, because he loves horror. And I, I love horror. I, I like the, I like fiction horror. I don't like real life horror. Same. Yeah.
0: That's what I say yeah. all the time.
1: Exactly. So we walk out of there and he goes, wait, so do you get easily scared by that stuff? And I was like, never. I never get scared. And I had this really massive reaction. I kind of overreacted in a way that was unusual for me. Like, I, I don't know why I had to come on so kind of douchey in that moment. And then I realized it was because I was scared, and I was some part of me was it was like a defense mechanism. I was over, you know. So I get home, and it's dark now. By the way, just to set the mood, and I pull into my carport, open the door, and as soon as I enter my house, I get full body chills,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like goose flesh, top to bottom, and I'm, and my heart, my heart started racing, and it was like something was in the house, you know, and I felt. And I was like something, and then in my, I was like something must have followed me back from that store because I was like, oh fuck no, I never get scared of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and probably whatever was back there was like, oh, we'll show you. You know, we'll sh- you think you're not scared? Let's show you scary. So that was, and by the way, this might have all been in my head because I do have a very active imagination. But uh, I'm on your side. <laughs> I, 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 that's what I would think. Yeah, but but then so I go okay, I'm gonna go watch TV because I can't entertain this fear, you know? I'm just going to turn, mm-hmm. turn the TV on. That usually sort of obliterates that kind of energy, right? So I put the TV on, and, my, and then, like, the dog's... But but I'm still feeling, like, goose flesh crawling over me, and it's uh-huh. still in the house, you know? It's not helping the TV, right? And the dogs sort of hop off the couch and go trot over to the doorway and start barking at something in <laughs> the room. No! Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, I can't even... Now I can't relax. My night's getting really, you know... uh tampered with and then that night i i get i got into bed and i'm still having the palpitations and goose, goose flesh and i finally fell asleep you know and during the day i was pretty okay it was usually at night when so I this would... kept happening oh yeah this went on for i would say about a month wow yeah on and off for a month at night these these this goosebumps this um the dogs sensing a presence Did you
0: feel like there was somebody else there? I kind of did. I just
1: felt like there was like cold spots, and the dogs were on edge, and I would be covered in goose goosebumps and couldn't sleep. And it got to the point where, like during the day, I would have kind of like heart palpitations. (laughs)
0: Like
1: my heart, I'd be in my car, and my heart would just start kind of beating fast in my chest. And I got really kind of unnerved by the whole thing. And I decided to. you know, s- consult no, a I, priest? I didn't go to a priest or a psychic or an exorcist. <laughs> Perhaps I should have, right? No, I went to a um, the doctor <laughs> and said, I think I'm like, having, having heart issues. Do they have, so they my, don't have like
0: a demon. That's not on the blood tests or anything. No, I wish they had that. That would be <laughs> great. They're like, okay, you're yeah, possessed. Yep, that's full on demon. Yeah.
1: Yep. So I went to the doctor because I said, you know, I think I'm having some heart issues. So I, I told my best friend, I'm like, I'm having these heart palpitations, and she's like, "How long?" I'm like, oh, "A few weeks." She's like, "Go to the doctor!" I'm not one who like rushes to the doctor over things. Like I, you know, I'm very sort of, I'm not alarmist, you know. But
0: you know what? P.S. That's a completely separate thing that I should say though. Yeah. Is that men tend to be that way? Is that mm-hmm. they just they don't want to go to the doctor? And we it's think very we're sort of important,
1: impenetrable.
0: Yeah. So listeners, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Just Because your body's not lying to you. Yeah, or or go
1: to the priest mm-hmm. if if you need
0: mm-hmm. it. So what did the doctors? He's like he had
1: me. They, it was very Exorcist to the Heretic. <gasps> oh, I love that movie. You know, they attached all those little like yeah, they wires did that to my body and everything, and had me like run on a treadmill. Stop. Oh yeah, it was full on heart tests. And he's like, you're possessed. No, I'm kidding. Now he's... <laughs> Girl, I would have to have a demon to get my ass on a
0: treadmill. That's what it would take. Oh,
1: my Lord. I, he's like, oh, no, your heart's perfectly fine. So when did it go away? Um, It just went away. I think it kind of went away gradually after that. It, it didn't... It, it sort of just... I think it pro- the, the the presence proved its point, which was, you know, don't ever say that you're not scared of us and don't ever try to, like act like we don't exist because Mm -hmm. it happened when I made that comment A it was out of character for me it was right outside the store
0: did you ever think about going back to the store
1: um no as a matter of fact (laughs) I don't like that kind of stuff it's great in a movie you can talk to anyone that I know and i will tell you, like, I'm not into the devil. Like, I remember seeing The Exorcist. I'm I'm a Jew, and still The Exorcist fucked me up as a kid. Oh yeah. I was at a friend's house, and I was like, Oh fuck, you know, I can't deal with this devil.
0: Yeah.
1: Because we don't learn, we don't we don't get deep into the devil in the Jewish faith, like in Hebrew school.
0: Oh, I grew up Catholic. Yeah. And so that, you, that you shit was real yeah. to me.
1: It was real to me watching that movie. So you think it was <sighs> a crib or a doll? There was something back there. They had a collection. Of objects. It was very Annabelle, like a lot of like, uh, things that were so haunted, they were in the back, at the very, very, very back of this place in their own rooms, in plexiglass, behind cages, what have you. You know, they were back there. And actually, somehow it wasn't actually. Maybe the plexiglass was just my, my, mem- my memory of the latest Annabelle movie. I think these things were just sort of out and about oh. on display. And I was like, oh boy. Um, and so it's funny because I was back on Magnolia, you know, several months later with my nephew. My nephew's like you know he was seven or, seven at the time. He's very brave. He plays hockey. You know, hetero in the making. <laughs> and you know I'm trying to turn him a goth. I have my mom I have my mom on Magnolia Boulevard. I'm like let's go to Halloween town. <laughs> totally. Don't you want that clown? Come on, Chucky. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was like oh see that store across the street that he's like yeah I was like I the went, devil lives there. <laughs> I went in there and. I Evil spirit followed me home, and I won't go in there again. And he's like, "Well, I'll go in there." I'm like, "Oh no, no, no! Don't go in! Please don't go in!" I go, "I don't want you to disappear. I don't want you know. You're out with Uncle Darren. I don't want you know me losing you inside that inside that house, that store. You might not come out." Oh you know, yeah, I, there you, you know, go. So of course, my I do have that side of me that kind of likes to play pranks and stuff. And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go in." I'm like, "Okay, but if you don't come out, it's not my fault. And like, don't tell your dad, and blah blah blah." <laughs> And, he, and so, like, he went in to prove that I was wrong. And I was like, well, don't go to the back. Don't go all the way into the back. Just stay in the front. And, of course, he you know, walked right to the back and then walked right out. I goes, see, I'm fine. I'm still alive.
0: Oh, I wish I had an ounce of that. Isn't that cool? I, I can't. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve. Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. This is so funny that you're talking about this because I didn't realize your story was about this kind of a thing because i'm kind of obsessed with thrifting and you know the history of things we've had people on the show talk about how you know so many items have attached you know some mm-hmm. kind of entity or i guess human spirit attached mm-hmm. to them and i'm the thrifting queen honey everything i own is from a thrift yeah, store well, honey
1: all that shit has you know connections to it. has a
0: history. Who knows where it came from? I used to
1: go to Rose Bowl, Santa Monica, Long Beach Flea Market. I love Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And certain things do have, you know, ghosts with them. Well, you
0: should listen to the very first preview episode of the show where I talk about the Ouija board that I bought at a Goodwill. I won't go near one. Well, I learned my lesson. You know what's so funny? Actually, I spent last night looking up doll haunted dolls Mm -hmm. on ebay Mm -hmm. because i know that that's like totally a thing and Mm -hmm. people straight up like will put these um They'll have the whole backstory of who the who the doll was and the spirit that's attached to it, and Mm
1: -hmm. I'll share it in the intro of the show. I'll I'll look up some and read it to the people. I love that. No, and I used to, you know, the more haunted the better. When I was in my twenties, I was drawn to that. I brought home like this gypsy, you know, face that looked very dark. What do you mean? It was sort of a a plaster gypsy sort of face with, like, lipstick on and beautiful earrings. It must have been, like, part of a display or something. Like, maybe it was on a, you know, Read Your Fortune booth or what have you. But it was 20 bucks, and it was just something I had on my wall. And now, you know, I'm very cognizant of what I have in my house and it and hanging and stuff. Well, yeah, even the people you have in there, you don't know if somebody's got something attached to them. honey, Jesus, you know sage that yes, place. Yes, I know.
0: Okay, I also know that you've had some other things happen in your family, right? Oh,
1: my mom um, when she was a little girl, she had epilepsy. She had grand mal epilepsy, which is a really dangerous form. You know, she had to take grand grand's It's called grand mal. Grand, grand mal. Okay. It means big bad in, in French, uh-huh. literally. Um, and it, it could kill you. And she was on phenobarbital for it, you know. Oh, that's and so scary. when she was seven or eight, she had such a huge epileptic fit, she was pronounced dead for a few minutes oh. and she came back they brought her back to life but she says to me about a few years ago she goes darren you know i had a psychic tell me that when i died as a little girl the soul that i was born with left my body in those minutes when i was dead and a walk-on came out came in stop yeah and what a walk-on is is a soul that's sort of in just lingering in, you know, in, in the air, you know, waiting to find a body to come hijack onto it's Earth. It's the understudy. Hi, exactly. All about... E- there we go. <laughs> e- so, like, literally, so she feels... And, and if your soul is in pain in this incarnation, wants to go, and has a chance to go, it'll go. You know what I mean? And then the walk-on's like, oh, cool, a body, I'm coming in. Whew. Right. And then it came in. So she feels like, you know... <clears throat> She had to relearn how to play piano. She had to relearn everything. She had Because when you're, when you're young and you have that kind of, you die and come back, you have to relearn all this stuff. But she's very different from her brother and sisters because the soul is not who she was meant to be at birth.
0: That's so crazy. So I'm
1: the son of a walk-on. Of a walk-on. <laughs> That's your
0: next movie. I know, right? <laughs> That's so interesting. I guess I've yeah. never really heard
1: about that. But yeah, that must be a thing. It's creepy. It's fully creepy. Yeah, um, and she's a Capricorn, Capricorns are pretty witchy to begin with, and she's you know sort of like you know she's sort of like has an otherworldly vibe in a cool way. I mean, she's out there in a really in a really super you know super interesting way, but it makes you wonder.
0: Yeah, because I I feel like people often think of uh, our physical body as the same thing as our soul, and it's it's not I mean, it's
1: not it's not. No. We're
0: just merely a, a we're vessel.
1: Just a, a meat suit. A meat suit. Yeah. A bag of meat. Bag of meat. Bag of bones. Just, you know, turn it to dust.
0: <laughs> but you've always been a big horror guy, right? I have.
1: I, even as a kid, I was super drawn to uh, horror. Uh, Rocky Horror, Alien, Kiss. Even my music was horror. <laughs> like Kiss, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper. Like, you know... Fangoria. I had a subscription. Like I just lived for it. And my parents. And luckily for me, my parents never really, you know, like judged it. They would let me do my thing. Uh huh. Order my alien chestburster T-shirt and stuff.
0: But when you were a little kid, were you somebody that would want to go to like, let's go to a spooky place? And yeah,
1: I was super into it. I don't have the fears that I have now as an adult. I was much more sort of fearless as a kid. Yeah. so I would be drawn like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I'd like, go, I'd be in the, I'd be in the bathroom in the dark in the mirror saying that. I hate that. Oh yeah, I like to. I was always too afraid to do that. As I'd a go kid. in my closet. You know, I was the one who would be like, "Oh, you guys, let's turn off all the lights and scream, or let's all." Let's go in my closet. It's haunted. You know, if you keep, if you go to the back of my closet, there's like another world. It's like the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. When
0: I was a kid, I would try that and they'd go, We're not joining you in the closet. We (laughs) want you to come out of the closet, honey.
1: That's hilarious. Um, Would you ever see the Bloody Mary? I think I might have seen something at some point. Yeah. I was pretty, you know, I also had a very active, you know, my parents dropped me off at a double feature that they didn't fully vet. They thought it was just Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but it was actually Close Encounters and The Manitou, which is a really creepy Exorcist ripoff. But it's like oh, I don't know Ameri- Native American Indian. It's like this woman grows this Native American spirit out of the and it give, it, she gives birth to it out of her back. Oh, and it's the Manitou. Okay, <laughs> and it's it's really it's really scary. It's like a B movie, but as a kid, it, it really screwed me up and haunted me, and I had a very I you know explicit nightmares. I also peed in my bed till I was twelve. Oh. So I think that might have been something about like horror and fear. Did you why don't you do more horror movies? Why don't I'm you- actually going to be doing I have two coming up, well actually three. What? That I'm working on that all have elements of horror in them. What, one well one is is very near I can't talk about that, but that that would be pretty much pure horror comedy, which is exciting. The other one is uh kind of like a dark comedy but it has a horror. It's it's called Kill the Boy Band It's basically a Jawbreaker Meets Hard Day's Night. It's cool. like fangirls who accidentally kill well they might have accidentally kill a member of a boy band and have to get the body out of the hotel and the body Fine. goes through lots of, you know, it's in the pool, it's off the roof. It's very macabre. You, you wrote know. it? I adapted it from a YA novel. Oh cool. Yeah. And then the other project is 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 a dark it's a dark story about a, I mean, I mean, I mean, talking about it's crazy. It's basically a twelve-year-old girl who thinks she's been made, made pregnant by her imaginary friend. So it deals with sort of a, a spirit, an entity that she thinks is present. You know, because imaginary friends are what are those? When a kid has one, Ugh,
0: that, that I know that scares me. Whatever
1: it is, mm-hmm. anytime you're around a child, that's like, mm-hmm.
0: can we make food for Susie?
1: Mm-hmm. Who's Susie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's about that, and it's of course gets into the, the truly terrifying idea of she could have been raped. Was she raped? Was it a teacher, a student? Mm. Was it the therapist? Yeah. And it's it deals in in those, and so it has that definitely has horror elements. while not being straight up horror, but it's sometimes yeah. I mean, things that aren't straight up horror are even scarier. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> I went ghost hunting. With a friend, and um, we were with some other ghost hunters, and my friend and I both decided that we were more scared of the people than the ghosts, honey. <laughs> some of these people. That's hilarious. Um, hey, do you want to listen to some ghost voices? Yes, please. Okay, it is time for EVPs or EV please. Do you know what an EVP is? I what is it? You I okay. remember. An EVP is electronic voice. Oh right, phenomenon.
1: that's right, that's right. I gotcha.
0: Yeah, it's when people ghost hunters catch. ghosts. Right, right. Okay. Now all of these EVPs, the person certainly found something, but I want you to guess what the ghost hunter gets. They you know they claim they caught okay. the ghost saying. Okay. Okay. Um, I found these on YouTube. This one is from Bob and Joan. S-T-L-M-O. I think that's St. Louis, Missouri. This is at the Latham Hospital. Tell me what this sounds like to you. I'll play it again.
1: One more time. It's hard to hear. It just sounds a little far away. It's definitely a female voice. Definitely. Can you play it once more?
0: Though I have a female voice, so... What do you you think it is? Okay. Well, I'll give you some options. Okay. Is it A, you okay, Violet? It could be, you know, a fan of um, Violet Tchotchke, the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Is it B, you a cute guy? Maybe the ghost hunter was cute. Yeah, yeah. C, he will kill Violet. That's a creepy one. Or D, do you like Robin? You know, the singer, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like I think I th- I'm going to go with the Robin. No, it's actually, um, A, you okay, Violet? Huh. But I think that it's, he will kill violent, which sounds let me,
1: creepy. Let me hear it once more. You oh, yeah. It's just scary. It is scary, whatever I it like is. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's just super creepy. Is that what the... Um... She sounds like she's in another the world. Is that the
0: demon in, from your home? Is that what they would they say? They never to you?
1: articulated any words. Like, Are you okay, I, buddy? Didn't, I didn't get any of that. I just got, you know. Are
0: you okay, Dad? I just
1: got my heart being, you know, exert, exerted pressure on. <laughs> That's <laughs> dangerous. I know, it's scary.
0: I think about all the time people, and I've talked about it on the show before, when people just die all, all of a sudden, it could be a ghost. You don't know, a ghost didn't spook them and they had a heart attack or suicide it could
1: be the ghost like final destination yeah i mean when i parked here coming in to your studio i what'd
0: you bring in here
1: what <laughs> kind of dark energy <laughs> you bring... no the radio the i was i got out of the car and and then the radio popped on out of the blue it never does that i was like of course i'm going to see Roz and talk about ghosts yep and you just
0: passed Magnolia
1: boulevard i know and magnolia is i'm about to go to magnolia because i actually work at a coffee house there to do some writing um it was funny because last night, did you ever do things like where you talk about someone and then the next day something ha- you see them totally. come in? Like you conjure them? Mm-hmm. Like I was at Margaret Cho's show last night talking to some friends about Faruza Balk as you do, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the next day, today is her birthday. So my friend like texted me today on Instagram saying, oh my God, it's Faruza's birthday. Isn't that witchy that we were talking about her yesterday? She has ghost stories. I want to I get her in here. Oh, you have to. Um, so well, you know she, she used to own Pan Pipes, the witchcraft store on Coenga. On Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize I that. I lived in the Villa Carlotta where when Feruza lived there during the premiere of The Craft. Wait, what is the Villa Carlotta? It's a building on Franklin and Tamarind across from the Bourgeois Pig. Uh, wait... Wait, by the Across was, from the Scientology, the Scientology Celebrity yeah, exactly. Center. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, because back in the day, the Scientology Celebrity Center was a fancy hotel for really high end people, and the Villa Carlotta was where all the drug, drug addicts and prostitutes stayed. It was like the low end one. So the Carlotta is definitely haunted. I mean, they've done, I've actually done a ghost, a ghost tour of the Carlotta once where they brought in those EVPs and tried to measure Stop ghost it. activity. Yeah.
0: So you lived in that building? Yes. This so in the nineties.
1: In the nineties, when Furuzo was there for the premiere of The Craft, Cirque of the Craft*. Because I remember the night she went to the premiere. I was like, sort of like spying on her. You're kidding? No, is not that wild? That is so cool. Nineties. It's so nice. And then just
0: a couple years later, Jawbreaker. I know. Oh!
1: But the funny thing about Jawbreaker is that people, I often hear, and I heard it last night. That movie was scared me as a kid, or that I got, I was too young when I saw that. It fucked me up, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that goes to show that something like Jawbreaker even can have a horror. Resonance. Well,
0: I mean, seeing that big, huge jawbreaker in her throat—like that's <laughs> a lot to take in. Yeah. <laughs> and even like the, I'm
1: laughing, like so I think it's hilarious. Rose
0: McGowan is she's like scary.
1: She's yeah, she's yeah. she kind of has like an evilness yeah. to her. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, they call her Satan in heels. Yeah, there you I mean, go. Jawbreaker's is essentially a, a Faust story set in high school. You know, when Violet's making a deal with the devil or Fern. Yeah. You know. Well, because when that came
0: out, I was nine years a child yeah i was very young and i remember being obsessed with her because i was obsessed with scream Mm -hmm. and so i was obsessed with her and then uh marilyn manson as well Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i i mean marilyn manson was huge for me as a little kid because he was the one that everyone was like that's the devil Mm -hmm. stay away from him and i was like he sounds cool
1: yeah he's cool okay i I got one more for you
0: this one, uh, this one comes from Dr. Freeze 7 on YouTube. It is at a location in Raymond, California. It doesn't say much about the location, but it was captured uh, as it was captured, there was a white mist that they also caught. But guess what this one says
1: It's a little bit deeper of a voice. I'll do it one more time. That one's really scary. What would you? Get, guess? That sounds like, a little bit more. Demon-y. It's kind of like Get Out. Yeah. It's very Amityville horror. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely a demon. Okay. Let's guess. Is it? What are the choices?
0: A, cheat out. You know, like when you're directing a movie and the actor's not looking at the camera. Oh and you're right. Like cheat out. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that. Um, now this was in Raymond, California. Is it B? Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Is it C? get out which is already what you guessed maybe it was a Jordan Peele fan yeah maybe they like that movie maybe this is
1: where Jordan got the inspiration
0: (laughs) or is it D I killed the teen dream oh for sure that's it it's get out it's get out it's totally it's get out. out oh that is not somewhere, like somewhere you want to be no no
1: no scurry
0: well speaking of get out we're just you're about done this here studio well I have to now that you're here <laughs> I haven't had anybody here yet with some demons attached oh, to them oh my
1: god first of all my heart's
0: palpitating I can't
1: believe it all the darkness and you think this is like the scariest one of the scarier moments for you <laughs> when um, did this happen this was about a year ago. Yeah, it's still fresh. It, two years ago? Yeah. And it it was scary. It was super scary.
0: Well, I'm my heart is palpitating. It has nothing to do with <laughs> well, this canister that, that, of a coffee. Yeah, that's coffee drinking girl. From 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and it's
1: black. I love how it's like packaged in a black. Is that the Halloween packaging or is it always in a pitch no, black No,
0: Welcome to 7-Eleven. That is
1: gothic. <laughs> Wait, what were you telling me about? <laughs> there was a bathtub story. Oh yeah, at the Villa Carlotta. It's a very old building with lots of ghosts. Like they, sh- they edited. I shot Andy. I mean, uh, not I shot Andy Warhol. They, Paul Morrissey edited. Andy Warhol's Frankenstein there. I mean, OG stuff on there. I can't believe, there. I don't know. any. What is that building now? Now it's condos. It's all refurbished. It's like there's a valet. It's fancy. Back when I lived there, a one bedroom was $800 or $850, and it was beautiful, like high ceilings. It was the same architect as the Chateau Marmont. I mean, oh, it's beautiful. Cool. But they shot like um, Smashing Pumpkins' Zero music video in nice. the lobby. The lobby was incredible. But uh, lots of ghosts in that place, and... They said I had heard, or I might have made up. I don't know if, because once again, I am an r- imaginative writer type, director, whatever. So like, I heard that like two lovers, female lovers, lesbians, like you know, died in my apartment that we were in, in the Villa Carlotta, our apartment two hundred seven. Um, but I, once again, I might have made that up. I was in my twenties, you know. We we had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but when me and my ex moved out of there. We gave it to our friends Anne and Anthony. It's actually Anthony Russo who directed it, at Avengers Endgame. Oh, cool! And um, Anne was the goth girl in Jawbreaker. She's been in all my. I've always give her part in all my movies. She's the one who's like, "You got a stillborn," you know, when she sticks her nail. Oh, in the yeah. End. yeah. So everyone likes to get a, an apartment in that building because it's really hard to get into, and the, it's a beautiful, magical building, you know, and, and 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 all that. So I said to Anne, you know, do not whatever you do. Don't take a bath, you know. So I, was, I was telling her, you know, about the ins and outs of the, of the apartment, and she's like, "What are you talking about? Why?" And I'm like, "Well, because you know, these two lesbians who lived here back in the 20s or 30s killed each other in the bathtub. You know, slit slit their wrists <laughs> and bled to death in the bath, and they didn't find them, and it over, the water overflowed into the lobby below. Blah blah blah." And I forgot, and I think I was telling, I think it was a joke. I was going to tell her, I'm just kidding, blah, blah, blah. But I forgot to tell her I was kidding. And I guess in a few <laughs> years she lived there, she never took a bath. Oh, no. <laughs> and she told me that recently. She was like, Darren, you never told me. She goes, I never used the bath there because you said those lesbians killed each other in it.
0: But there's a possibility that you didn't make it up.
1: You're right. Everything comes from somewhere, you know, in that building. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That could have as I mean, actually, was living there... <laughs> Oh, my you God. Know? Now I'm obsessed with that building. It's really wild. I mean, you could research it online, the Villa totally. Carlotta. Yeah, it has, it has a story to pass. You know who lived there when I was there also? Lisa Marie Presley's ex, Danny Keough. Oh. He used to date her back. He had this very exotic wood-carved Indian bed from India that I, me and my ex-boyfriend, bought from him. Had the, It was like you know, six feet off the ground, you were, you felt like you were Aladdin on this bed. It was like wood-carved bed from India. Oh, cool. But it was like a double. It was not like the most comfortable thing, but you felt like you were like, you know, in this exotic, you know, sort of like Arabian Nights scenario.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That Actually, you know what that reminds me of? Because I did all this research last night when I was looking up haunted items. Yeah. And tons of people sent me this article about... This thrift store. Did you by any chance see this headline? There was a thrift store that had haunted furniture, and it was a big carved, um, carved in wood uh, bed canopy situation, and uh, it was in North Carolina, and. This couple, this man and this woman bought it for $1,000 and they reported that they kept having continuous nightmares uh-huh. and their dogs, much like your dogs, were barking at, there was a dresser with it. It was a dresser uh-huh. and a bed and um, the dogs would not stop barking. So they returned it and um, the, the actual thrift store, which is a Christian owned thrift store, they decided the officials of the store or whatever, decided to put a warning on it that that said the, the previous owners have reported that this is haunted. So be warned. And it's a thousand bucks. So I don't know. I don't know if anyone bought it again, but if anyone wants it, North Carolina,
1: look it up. That's very... I commend the people who put the sign up. That's responsible and really caring. That's a nice... Well, They're yeah, looking after their fellow human being is somebody in our Facebook
0: group was talking about how um, actually here I'll pull it up. It is from Chris. He said, my roommate is a lawyer and he told me that they reviewed the Amneville Horror House and it falls under what they call stigmatized property.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: So um, there's, he actually put a, in the Facebook group a whole Wikipedia thing about stigmatized property. And this is so interesting. It says these can include uh, death of an occupant, murder, suicide, and uh, belief that the house is haunted. Yeah. So, and wait, what are the examples? Yeah, so the examples would be um, the Amityville Horror House because of all that. Yeah. So I think that it is... It is something that, yeah, you should kind of, I get it, you're trying to make the sale, but come
1: on. Oh, yeah. You I should mean, let people know. You really should. I remember writing a re- book report about the Amityville Horror. I read that book when I was in first grade, I think. First, I want to say first grade. How old are you in first grade? Like six, six seven or seven? I yeah, I was a little... You know, darkling. You're just like me. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I think it's just this thing you are. It's like part of your DNA. Yeah. It's what attracts you. Yeah, it's just like
0: it's an attraction to... That's what I was just saying on our friend Michael Varadhi's podcast is that I've always been so attracted to... And it goes along with drag things that are seem like everyday life, but there's just something is it gets it it gets flipped on its head somehow.
1: Yeah, and that's what that's how I describe horror actually. Yeah, because I heard you say that on Michael's podcast, and it's like when something in everyday life suddenly goes wrong. Yes, it can be, and that's that's horror. It's 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 it's, it's that thing of I'm not safe in my in my regular environment for some reason suddenly. Yeah, that's terrifying. That idea.
0: Yeah. And that's what drag uh, kind of is to me as well, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, you're fooling around with gender and um, being just over the top, but still in an everyday environment. Mm-hmm. I love a drag queen that's like put in a place where there's no other drag queens. And oh yeah, you know, it's like, what's yeah. that one thing that's making this kind of a,
1: a an otherworldly experience? Oh Totally. That's how I felt when I saw Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. And that was mixing. I mean, that was called the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So as far as I'm concerned, Frankenfurter was... You know, rock, horror, drag, all those things in one package. Totally. And when yeah. you
0: think about um, the two, uh, oh, my God, how come I can't think of their names right now? Who are the two, the two normal people? Brad and Janet. Brad and Janet, of yeah. course. When they go into that world, right. they're not from that kind of world. So yeah, that's, the normies. Yeah. I think we're about done here. Well, thank you for having me. Get out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tell people what you got going on where we can find you all. Uh, On
1: Instagram, it's just my name, Darren Stein, uh, at D-A-R-R-E-N Stein, S-T-E-I-N. Instagram, Twitter. And uh, you'll be seeing some films for me very soon. And where can they find the demon that's attached to you? <laughs> There's no demon <laughs> attached to me. It's been exercised, it's been gone for a while. Literally,
0: exercise on the treadmill. That ra- that's, that's what happened.
1: When that radio. You went to the
0: doctor, they they said, You need to exercise. Uh-huh. And, we're then- like,
1: we're going to give you the Linda Blair treatment, yeah. and attach some you know wires to you. But then when I pulled up to your studio, my radio turned on again inexplicably. So I don't know. <laughs> I will let you know. TBD, to TB- be TB continued.
0: Yes. Okay. We'll have to do a checkup. <laughs> In a couple months <laughs> well thank you so much to Jaren stein guys uh, as always you know check out the uh, facebook group ghosted by roz dress for less join it you know post your thoughts feelings comments concerns all that kind of fun stuff and um please give us a five star rating on apple podcasts write a nice review that would be great um, I'm all over the place on, you know, social media, Roz, Drez, Fales. And, uh, if you want to see me in person this weekend, if you're in West Hollywood, I'm going to be at the Abbey hosting the brunch there, which, uh, I believe the show starts at 1pm and that's always a good time. And, uh, Drag Con is happening this weekend, which, um, yeah, I might, I, I might be there. You might see me. I'll be around. Um, and uh, yeah I'm, I'm recording tons of episodes This week So we've got a lot coming at you And honey they will not disappoint So keep telling your friends about the show I'm so happy that we keep growing I keep hearing such great things From all the people that are listening to it I love you guys so much Both living and dead But if I didn't ask you to haunt me Don't haunt me Okay bye Bye